Yeah, it's okay. You're practicing. Yeah. Eu estou com fome. Oh, eu estou com fome. Você é muito inteligente. Você é muito inteligente. É muito inteligente. That's so cute. Uh, uh, uh. You are very smart. Hi everyone, welcome to the Voice Podcast, Verb Podcast for students and by students. I'm your host Sean and today's guest we're going to have Nini, who is a student in advertising marketing communications, uh, who is from Brazil and who also features in various SLC marketing campaigns all around the world. So we are just doing a little intro a bit differently because uh, we are missing the first three minutes. Uh, this episode we got accidentally deleted, so my apologies for that. And uh, but you didn't miss much, and we still have probably like ninety-nine to ninety-eight percent of a podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about better pictures, please. <laughs> <laughs> so a funny story about that is that one day I was at Stages, the nightclub, yeah. oh, with my yeah. friends, and we were in the huge line mm -hmm. uh back at the time and then one of my friends were like nini is that you and i was like no what and she was pointing at the billboard and i was like i'm not I'm not in a billboard like of course yeah. not and then i i came closer it was actually me on a billboard and i found out when i was on stages and that was just so <laughs> how like and i sent it to my mom my mom was so proud of me yeah. it was it was a good accomplishment even though unexpected but super fun I, i actually loved it and uh one secret is like uh we, we also see the vibrant energy and it reflects also online how instagramable how to be instagramable like you <laughs> uh because I think, i'm not very good i think that <laughs> it has to be like a, some kind of a hobby slash passion yeah i think it's really important to actually like to post and show your life like that Yeah. Uh, there are the pros and cons, of course. Sometimes yeah. we just show the best side of us and we have to take care of that. Uh, be careful, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, try to be as creative as you can. It's what I try to do. So trying to record small little things throughout my day so I can post on a Reels yeah. or like cute pictures of my friends so yeah. I can post on a carousel. Uh, I think all of that is just trying to show my personality into my Instagram feed. That's what I try to do. And, and are you kind of the same person online or a different kind of person? There's a side of Nini which we don't know. I think that I'm very transparent. So mm. the person that I'm here right now, mm. I am that person at home. I am that person on social media. And of course, if I'm crying, I'm not gonna go out to college crying for everyone to see me because yeah. I'm a very emotional girl, mm -hmm. but I'm not gonna go out just the same way that I'm not gonna post that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that I try to be as transparent as I can. I try to be goofy and like playful when very I post goofy. my stuff. And <laughs> I, I love to dance and I'm always dancing at the office and I love to post that. And yeah, people actually liked it. So I mean, why not, right? And uh, hey, and it works. I think sometimes I look at your stories. I'm just like goofing by myself. So what with that facial expression? So I think it was during winter you did it. I, I, I know it's, it's just a simple like 
but like it, it's very fun. It, I, I guess. Thank you. And uh, how do you uh, would you say uh, would you break someone who is camera shy? You know how how to how to do that? That's a good question. I would I would say that start slow slowly. You know, like don't already show off your face like that. You don't need to. And if you don't want to, you don't need to. Like you can just show a dish that you ate that you really liked. Or you can show a bird that you saw that was flying all over the place and you were like, oh, that's a cute bird. You know, like see the world from your own perspective without showing your face. That's totally okay with it as well. Yeah. And uh, one thing which uh, also, first of all, you're a student at SLC. And right now we are in the final period of April and stuff. So how, how do you feel about this period right now? Um, it's kind of crazy, right? Mm, mm -hmm. Not not the best. Not something you really want to talk not about. Not the best. Also, when I when I came to Canada, I didn't know it was gonna be that hard, yeah. <laughs> because like it's I think it's about managing like personal things, student things like studying, assignments, exams, uh, group assignments, which Oof. can be kind of chaotic, which yeah. I don't like personally. But you can you have to manage all of that plus working mm -hmm. and eating healthy, try to go to the gym and having a sociable life. I think it's all of that right now that's happening in my life and like that chaos of everything on my mm -hmm. plate right now. But something that really helps me that can help you too is uh, do a list, you know, and just put check marks on what you need to do. So I do it by week. So if I need to do this, this, this assignment by the end of this week, I'm going to do this assignment on Wednesday, this assignment on Friday and this assignment on Monday. So I can organize myself in a way that yeah. I feel better. I don't feel anxious about those things that I need to accomplish. So, personal story. My mom used to watch, uh, still does, I guess, if I can, loves to watch telenovelas. Yes. And one of them was like a, a Brazilian telenovelas. Brazil! Here we At go. the same time, it was 2002, I guess, uh, from my memory. It was a World Cup. And uh, Brazil won the World Cup that year. But the thing which struck me the most was my dad getting, like, every two or three days excited about a football team. And I was like, I never saw my dad this happy. And what I could remember, like, oh, Sean, this Brazil team is fantastic. Do you see those players? How they are, they play so beautifully well. Uh, they are great. They are smiling. And that telenovelas kind of showed me. The lifestyle of Brazilian people, but also like the football, also the sports side. So I fell in love with that country. And since today, you will see me somehow, some way having a little Brazil thing because it's a dream destination of mine to go to Brazil. Uh, I'm very happy every time I traveled. I met lovely Brazilian people. Yeah, so, so I, I remember that we watched one of the games together. Yeah. You went to my house and yeah. Louise and all the other guys were there. Yeah. It was so fun. I don't remember if Brazil won. It was kind of embarrassing. See it, it, see how my memory's good. What I remember <laughs> though is Nini crying when Brazil lost. You were in there, the you saw that? Yeah. Croatia. I you was were there on that one too, yeah. Yeah. I cried when he was on the... Uh, I don't even like to remember that, man. No. It was so sad. But we have other good things about Brazil. Like, we have a very vibrant country, I would say. I think so, so uh, and I think it's the sunlight. Like, the sunshine really influences us in, mm -hmm. in a kind of way that I, I cannot explain. Like, 
in cloudy days in Brazil, people are just really sad. And then on sunny days, every go, everyone goes out, they fire their fears, and they go to the beach. And, it, you know, it's just a different vibe that I, I haven't experienced in any mm. other country. And I love Brazil because of that, because we're just so happy. We go through so much. Our country is not the best one, but it's certainly a beautiful one that people are so happy. And that really, that really makes me happy to think about like my, yeah. my country, my dear country that I love so much. And uh, I don't know how many years you spent in Brazil. I guess a lot of them. Uh, what would you say uh, when you come to Canada would be something that you would bring immediately here if it, you could? Like from a, Brazil to Canada. Like a product? Anything. can be a product or uh, music, or food, anything. Maybe the music. Can I make like a little box and carry the box with me? Like Absolutely. put it in, in the luggage. So in the box I would put music. Yeah. Uh, sunshine. Like the sun here oh, yeah. doesn't burn. Like I try to get 10 that I can't because it's not, it's not yeah. a tropical sun. <laughs> I'll bring the sun. I would bring uh, the food. I really miss the food. Uh, here in Kingston, unfortunately, we have no Brazilian restaurants, but in mm -hmm. Toronto, there are a few. So sometimes I just escape to eat some rice and beans. And yeah, I would bring that. And I would bring my mom. I love my mom. Mom, if you're watching this, I love you. <laughs> we love a mom. <laughs> and uh, rice and beans, is it? I don't want to jinx it. Pejoada. Feijoada, yeah. yeah. Feijoada, uh, for the people that don't know, uh, how can I explain this without being a bad way? So it's all the things that people leave from what they don't want from, from the animal. So like the tail, like the, the, yeah. the bad things that we don't like. Mm -hmm. We just put all of that in a bowl and we cook with beans and we eat that. So that's feijoada and it's really delicious. Everyone that goes to Brazil needs to try feijoada for sure. It's like priority. After going to the beach and drinking a beer at the beach. What's your favorite local beer? I see you have bring that a lot. So. Oh yeah. So uh, in Brazil, we usually don't have uh, like, I mean, we have special beers mm -hmm. and my dad loves Heineken, but yeah. it's not like something mm -hmm. that we just have in Brazil. I personally prefer to drink caipirinhas, which are cachaça. I don't know if you know what cachaça is. Cachaça is a very strong alcohol. It's, it's like a vodka, but Brazilian in any way. And I, we drink that cachaça with any type of fruit. So cachaça, strawberry uh, caipirinha. It's cachaça and uh, strawberry yeah. mixed together with sugar. And you just... You just go. You just go. So you I get personally, tipsy with that oh, it's very tipsy. sweet. It's alcoholic, and it's. I'm, I'm no, sure it's, like I don't know yeah. how Brazilians drink so much. Like we actually <laughs> every and here in Canada, you have the the thing that you cannot drink out of a place. Like mm -hmm. you cannot drink out the street in Brazil. Mm -hmm. You drink anywhere. So you go to the beach. You drink, 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 drink. You go like walking to your house. You drink, drink, drink. You know, like there's no problem. And yeah. maybe. That's why people are so happy there. Like we just, you know, so we do whatever we want. <laughs> that can be good, but can, that can also be yeah. bad, right? And uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I do join you. We love drinking on the beach.
beach also in my country. Yeah. Playing the music, uh, dr drinking rum. Rum is our... Rum, really? Yeah, it's... Uh, well, we will drink it with other stuff. We will cut yeah. it with Coke or soda, Sprite, something like that. But we produce a lot of rum okay. for a small island. Or it's fascinating. We even Ooh. have bottles of rum going to like $10,000, for example. I okay. say, how can a bottle of rum be so expensive? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, we produce lots of premium rum, but also the local one, the cheap one, which we love. Yeah, it's it's a very good feeling. It's a different feeling. Like I don't know, the alcohol brings something. Inside it does. Of and we are not promoting alcohol. No, we're, we're just not. we're no, just saying how we experience. Yes, yeah, uh, so we're yeah. on experiences yeah. for sure. One of my questions, like I said, is Brazil is one of my dream destination. In my top five, definitely. I have to go to Brazil. So now you are my travel agent. Ooh, okay, let's do it. So I'm coming to you, Nini. You're my travel agent. You're my tour guide. Where will you take us for 14 days or a month? Okay, I would uh, start with Rio, for sure, where the crisis. Because, yeah. Yeah. So I would start with Rio, but just stay there for like five days. Five four. Days max because it's beautiful but there are also a bunch of other places that people don't know a lot that's what that should definitely be visited so i would go for the northeast of brazil northeast. the beaches there are just amazing the the ocean water is just so warm for some reason and the sun it's ah everything's great it's super cheap to go there and yeah, and then we can go to Brasilia, which is where I'm from, which is the capital of Brazil. So the capital of Brazil is not Rio. A lot of people get mistaken Forget by that. Yeah. But the capital of Brazil is Brasilia. Brasilia. And yeah, just go there for like two days. That's all you need. Travel around, you know, the government city. So mm. you see all of the things. And then maybe go back to northeast of Brazil again. Because it's just amazing. <laughs> I love that place. <laughs> uh, northeast, again, I will try... Is it uh, Recife, Belo Horizonte? Yeah. 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 No, Recife, Recife. Pernambuco, mm -hmm. uh, all those places up, up on Brazil. Yeah. yeah. Belo Horizonte would be further, further down, further down. Uh, which is also a beautiful city. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of hills for you to walk. It's definitely a city where you need to bring your running shoes or your gym shoes because you're going to walk a lot. It's hill down, hill up. It's, it's crazy, but it's beautiful. And of nature is one of the fascinating things about Brazil. You know, it's uh, like well, Amazon, I guess, uh, most portion of the Amazon is. Yeah, the um, Amazon. I've been there. Uh, yeah. So in Brazil, we have this funny thing that when you turn 10 years old, yeah. like, at least in my family, like you choose where you want to travel. So do you want to go, do you want to throw a party? Do you want to travel somewhere? Do you want to throw a big party for all your friends? And I was like, mom and dad, I want to go to the Amazon and I was 10 years old and I was like mom let's go to the Amazon and then we went to this resort it was in the middle of the woods like this tree house that we had to climb and we saw like monkeys and we saw uh, crocodiles and beautiful birds and all of that and that's definitely a memory that will be with me forever unfortunately today the hotel doesn't exist anymore i'm i'm really glad that i got to experience to go in there and just you know enjoy yeah. my 10 year self <laughs> with my parents it was super fun mm, was it more like uh, you know when you were there uh do you still have memories of it like yeah uh, no so mm -hmm. i remember that 
we had this tree house that we had to climb and it was like a two room thing and we had like a pool outside like our own private pool and there were like monkeys all over the place and they were like trying to steal our food <laughs> and there were birds singing there's this little not little like big insects that i was super afraid of i remember that we had to walk like this bridge uh up on the lake to go to the dinner place and then the breakfast place was also there i don't know i just so many good memories that i have from that place unfortunately it's not there but maybe they'll rebuild it one day and maybe you guys can go the name was ariau 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 Speaking of like uh, traveling, one thing which is very important to me, yeah, food. Food. Yeah. Mm -mm. Brazilian food. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So Brazilian food, like the three dishes, if I could say to you, mm. the three dishes that I would just bring in my little box that I'm bringing yeah. from Brazil okay. to Canada. That's uh, would definitely be the first one would be pastel. 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 How guys? How do I explain what pastel is? Pastel is. Let me try to guess what pastel. Yeah, is. please try to guess it from the name. It's a color, so it has something to do with color. Is it like the food is very colorful dish? Or... No. No pastel. Good try though. Good try. Cake. No. 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 Hmm. It's pasta. Pasta with. Pastel. So we usually put like meat in it. Mm -hmm. And we just cover like an empanada. You know what empanada yeah. is? Like the little thing. Yeah, it's like the little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like a rectangle. So you just put everything that you want. I usually eat with like cheese and like tomatoes and oregano. Like you just put all of it and you fry it. Yeah. And it comes out this perfect crunchy. Uh, I'm still up. Uh, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. But <laughs> pastel is definitely the first one. I think my, my favorite one would be uh, brigadeiro. Brigadeiro. In Portuguese, okay. we say brigadeiro. 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 But because I'm speaking in English now, I pronounce the words in English for some reason. So brigadeiro, uh, <laughs> which is uh, basically... Uh, no, we, we want the Portuguese name. Okay. No. Uh, my travel agent is speaking Canadian uh, Portuguese. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah, so bri no. brigadeiro is uh okay. it's it's mainly uh leite leite Oh my god, what am I speaking Portuguese here? Condensed milk, leite condensado. Um uh cocoa powder. That sounds good. Chocolate do padre. Ooh. And sprinkles Ooh. and butter. Oh. So you mix all of that, man. And then you just yeah. make like little balls and you put in the little things and you eat. And you can eat like 10. And that's a very famous thing in Brazil because every birthday that you go on the table for the birthday, like cake, mm -hmm. we put brigadeiros all over the place. So that was a thing that I really didn't understand in Canada. Like I arrived and it was someone's birthday. Yeah. And like, where's the brigadeiro? No, where are they? I will explain it to our Canadian friends. It's the Brazilian Timbits. That's, that's a good explanation. Yes. I think yes. that's the best but way. Definitely way better. Way better, way tastier. It's so delicious. And it's so easy to make. Like, you just put butter, condensed milk, cocoa powder, mix, and you, it's ready. You make the little balls, or you can just eat with a spoon. Well, I'm looking forward to... I'm a sweet tooth, so I'll definitely have this for dessert. 
Well, I'm, I'm trying to cut sure for obvious reasons. <laughs> uh, we all? have seen the evolution of Sean, the way he started the podcast uh, and now where he is. <laughs> and the third thing. Was, what's the third? The third one. I would say PF. PF is the Prato Feito, which translating to English would be like the ready dish. Yeah. Like it's a very go-to dish in Brazil. Everyone has it, which is mainly rice, beans, protein. So it can be either eggs yeah. or like tofu or beef. People usually mm -hmm. get beef and a salad and French fries. Oh. So it's all of that in the plate. You just you anywhere you go in Brazil, around the corner you're mm -hmm. gonna find a PF PF, uh, and then you just. You just eat that, man, and you're gonna be very happy. I swear, it's so so good, so good. <laughs> and it sounds good. Like uh, for me, like uh, you know, I saw like a Netflix documentary, like uh, food culture in Latin America, and uh, one thing which like you spoke earlier about people doing what they want, and also not having as much much as restrictions here. Mm -hmm. uh, Street food, which is very surprising. Well, in my country, there's a lot of street food. Yeah. Is street food uh, present in yours? Yeah, well? no, of course. Uh, I think that Brazilians like to give a little bit more or flavor in everything that they do. Mm -hmm. So we, for example, the hot dogs, the street food do hot dogs, we just, instead of being just the bum and the sausage, mm -hmm. we put the bum, the sausage, uh, tomato sauce, mm -hmm. uh, potatoes, cheese, corn like eggs we put everything and it's so it's like very common so everyone just oh let's grab let's grab a hot dog and you know that you're gonna eat yeah. a gigantic so thing i don't even know yeah so we we adapt mm -hmm. and like after like brazil is very famous for the parties right so every yeah. time we get out of parties at like 5 a.m we go to the street food and we grab like a hamburger or a, you know a hot dog and it's Everyone's super happy. It's not it's not the healthiest food, but it's definitely hey, making us super happy. You're a happy stomach, happy you. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. what I say. That is true. And uh, parties. So music in Brazil is I think everyone knows samba. Yeah. Samba I think is I think the national dance of uh, Brazil. You also have uh, in another music which I love Bossa Nova. It's very, Bossa Nova. very relaxing and very yeah. peaceful, intimate ambience, which I really yeah. like. Uh, Brazilian funk, which is more like mm. for parties, lot of yeah. any, My favorite. any song, well Boom Boom Tap Tap, I think. Boom Boom Tap Tap is very, very it's, famous. Yeah, it's yeah. one of her. Every time mm. that flute plays, mm. every yeah. Brazilian, yeah. you know, just stands up and be like, ooh. It's my time, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So about about dancing in Brazil and like music in general, uh, you said it all. Like we have samba, we have pagode. Pagode is some kind of how do I say this? It's like it's like a sad music, but in a good rhythm. Mm -hmm. So oh, you cheated on me, and I still love you. But oh my god, it's hurting so much. But it's like in a very playful way. So it's it's sad, but mm -hmm. it's happy. Definitely not recommendable, recommendable after a breakup. But we also have funk, which is very played in the parties, especially the parties that I used to go to in Brazil. Uh, a lot of Brazilian funk. It was so amazing. The beats are just great for dancing. Uh, we have 
what else? Bossa Nova, which is some kind of calm music. Calm music. Yeah, yeah, for like, you know, an ambience type of vibe, coffee shops, let's put some bossa nova. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and for example, a uh, curiosity about the samba is that in Brazil, if you're walking around, if you go to the beach, for example, there are this, like this uh, people that just gather around yeah. and just, just start to play samba yeah. all of a sudden, like in the middle of nowhere. Just for fun, and then everyone gathers around them mm-hmm. and just starts to vibe. So that's yeah. how the Brazilian spirit is. Like mm-hmm. we just have fun every time, everywhere we go. And uh, I, I, I'm sure it will continue to be because uh, it's such filled with lovely people. And uh, speaking of music, I, I love how rhythmic uh, every music is. You know, it has a beat to make you dance, dance, dance. Yeah. And, and you go one with the music, which is just yeah. good. <laughs> we have <laughs> rhythm, and I like that. Uh, a funny thing that my friend says, uh, he says that every time that I speak in Portuguese, it feels like I'm I'm dancing or singing, yeah. you know, because it has a rhythm to it, mm-hmm. which I don't see, uh, maybe because I'm used to it. But he wasn't the first person that said that to me. So I, I think it's really, really funny, like singing, but yeah. actually I'm talking. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, we can notice it every time you speak. And uh, uh, one thing always... Uh, again, coming back to the uh, the, con- the carnival in Rio. Yeah. Why is it so so iconic? Why is it such a monument of Brazil? I heard like people prepare the whole year yeah. just for that yeah. festival. What makes it so special? So if you watch if you watch the the movie Rio, the ones with the birds, mm-hmm. they explain it in a very good way. Uh, I highly recommend you to watch that movie it's a great great movie uh but mainly carnival in brazil there are two things there's the street parties where people just go out on the street and have fun wearing costumes and there's the parades which is the one that you mentioned where people just prepare for one year they get their big cars ready so they can like walk down the you know the thing and present their cars and their uh dances and their music and their color and maybe that's why brazil is so famous for being such a colorful country yeah. because in carnival everything is colors everything it's bright everything's happy and it's every uh month of february so it's like an excuse that we have to just party yeah so it's a holiday people don't work it's very little in february it is <laughs> yeah so people don't like don't work for an entire mm. week for example they have the no, it's carnival. I'm not working. And it's just, ha, ha, ha. That's amazing. I wish we had that in in Canada so I couldn't work. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. So I think that it's just a really big part of our story as Brazilians and a big part of our culture, the carnival and showing off that vibrant side of us yeah. in the cars, in the costumes, in the music, in everything. And about the street parties in Brazil, which is the one that I've been uh, a few times. It's super fun. I mean, people just go to the street. They buy their alcohol. They drink right there. They have the fun that they want. There's music playing. There's a crowd of people. Everyone wearing different costumes. I don't actually know why people wear costumes in the carnival in Brazil, but they do. And it's just so amazing. You spend the whole day there. You arrive home. And you sleep and get ready for the next day. Because as I said, it's the whole week. So like, it's just amazing. 
It's a. It sounds like an absolute party. It is. Which uh, I'm fully ready. No, not fully. <laughs> you should go, man. You're gonna have I, fun. I, I I'll tell you. I prepare my liver much more, I guess, <laughs> for that. And uh, one thing is more about you know, we see all the vibrant culture, mm-hmm. all, all that you see. Is there one aspect of a Brazilian lifestyle culture that more people should know from the outside, but we don't know apart from seeing the. Uh, you know the beautiful picture that is is there some secret uh, cultural things which we should know? Yeah. um i think it depends from family to family or region to region yeah but my own perspective is that there are always pros and cons about things mm-hmm. and as much as i love to talk about brazil as much as i love my country so much it's also a really hard country to uh grow professionally in some kind of way yeah. so unfortunately Nothing's perfect because if Brazil was a developed country, everyone would be there. I'll tell you that because it's just perfect, but it's not perfect. You know what I mean? I think that there's a big sexualization of the Brazilian women Mm -hmm. due to the fact that we like to walk around in bikinis and people were not used to that. And Mm -hmm. men in general are not very used to the idea of someone being mm-hmm. so free with their bodies that they just yeah. do what they want, especially mm-hmm. in the carnival. Uh, women are mostly like naked. Like mm-hmm. they just put like a s- s- small things to cover their, <laughs> their things. Yeah. And I don't think people are used to seeing mm-hmm. that because it's a very Brazilian thing. It's a very cultural thing mm-hmm. because we're just so comfortable with our bodies in yeah. general that I, I would say that it's, that's why when people see from the outside they think that oh my god brazilians are so uh they are so sexy brazilians wow they're so hot but that can be problematic in some kind of way that Mm. people actually sexualize us and they don't respect us as human beings Mm. but i agree we have very beautiful women with beautiful bodies and uh i'm glad that some kind that have reputation um can be beneficial for us but we also need to pay attention to how we how we approach brazilian people in a way that it's not because we're comfortable with our bodies and we wear what we want Mm -hmm. that men can do uh what they want right so keep an eye on that Uh, the way that you approach is important and i heard like uh, one thing that's one from my friend he told me like you know in brazil there's that culture like some women feel very like uh, do surgery to a level that they feel this is what is going to get them a job so is that true yeah yeah it is yeah it is because it's not a very developed country Mm -hmm. uh people especially women just go for what they believe is right because we don't have a lot of education Mm -hmm. so they are beautiful they have beautiful bodies how can they get money if they don't know how to read if they don't know how to write mm-hmm. so what they're gonna do is go to that field yeah. of life where you sell your body right and you just change your body for the reputation mm-hmm. and change your body so you can get uh more people and you can get more followers mm-hmm. and all of that it's very bit problematic that we have mm-hmm. but it comes a long way in mm-hmm. a part where just the basic the basis is like you need education. Mm-hmm. You need to explain people how to get money, how to be smart, how mm-hmm. to read, 
And if they don't do that, they'll go in the other direction, right? So yeah. that's a big problematic. Not only Brazil, but in a very in a lot of deve- not developed countries, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have access to education, so everything gets kind of fucked. Like, uh, would you say like uh, education in Brazil is very stale, though? Very uh, bad. Yeah. Very bad. Uh, I my personal you can put that if you want. Like my personal mm-hmm. experience, it's. Uh, I graduated in Brazil in a private university that we had to pay every month for me to graduate. And I had the same course, Advertising and Marketing Communications, Mm -hmm. back in Brazil. And I'm having it now in Canada. And I can see the difference from the education. Like, education in Canada, it's excellent. Mm -hmm. The professors are there to help you achieve your professional goals. Mm -hmm. In Brazil, what I felt, my own experience, is that they just want their money. They just want to be like, oh, I'm just here so mm-hmm. I can pay my bills and I can eat at night, you know? So, like, yeah. yeah. But I love Canada. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very surprised, you know, that's another side of Brazil. Yeah. Which I, you know, even, you know, you talking about, you know, that vision of people have outside of Brazil, even which me, I had, you know, and still is, I still think, you know, you see it in how charismatic people are, you know, even like, uh, for example, Neymar, many people hate him, but I love how he's still always suave, always yeah. extravagant. I love it. It's like a sense of style, you know, it's mm-hmm. how you project yours. Yeah. I, I love it a bit. I'm, I'm say simplicity is best, but sometimes you love a bit of, you know, of, you know, just flashy, a bit flashiness. I agree. I, I like that. For me, I like I that. I agree. And yeah, maybe that's another pl- problematic that can mm. can be why people think that Brazilian mm. women are so like mm. sexual in a way because mm. uh, we're very approachable, we're mm. very happy, we're friendly. very friendly. Friendly, I think the friendliness. And people can is... mistake that mm. of like, oh, she's hitting on me. Mm. No, we're just being nice, man. I'll yeah. tell you, we're just being nice. Absolutely. And like, if she is hitting on you, you will know. Yeah. It's she's gonna make it obvious. Brazilians are. <laughs> You can put that part. I love this about okay. us. Brazilians are very obvious. So if we're into you, we're going to show you. We're going to look. We're going to talk to you. We're going to, you know, like it's crazy yeah. how obvious we are. And I love mm. that about us. Maybe that's another uh, difference between Canadians and Brazilians yeah. uh, when it comes to women. Mm. Uh, because my own perspective is that we're very straightforward. We do what we want. We yeah. talk with who we want. Mm-hmm. If we're interested in you. We're going for you. <laughs> and if we're not, we're not even talking to you. So, yeah, that's a big thing. Uh, but since I'm being 100% sincere here, Brazil is beautiful. Just Canada is also amazing. Yeah, I think every country has its every own pros and cons. Has, yeah. And I love Brazil. I lived there for 20, 21 years, 20. And yeah. I'll just go back now for as a tourist. So I came all the yeah. way to Canada from Brazil to work and study so I can go back to Brazil as a tourist, you know, yeah. just visit the nice yeah. countries, the, the nice places that I've never been, come back to Canada. <laughs> and I think you already answered one question, which I would have asked is, you know, Brazil for me, you know, I even, my country has no relations with Brazil, but since I'm a kid, I want to go there. And uh, you already answered the question, why you left, I guess, you know, like uh, career opportunities. Yeah. and to grow the financial security, I guess, yeah. is what's most, because uh, the reality is that the world, you need money. You know, money doesn't bring happiness, but it contributes to a huge part of it. Yeah, it does. Of happiness and security. 
And uh, one thing which I would like to ask you is uh, uh, maybe football, you know? Yes. Is it cliche to ask about this? Like, do every... <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, Sean, I, I, really? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. I kind of guessed. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so uh, football. Uh, we don't say football. We say futebol. Futebol, futebol. is a big thing in Brazil. Uh, every Brazilian grew up watching it just like you and yeah. i love to hear your own perspective about it because it's uh it's funny to see people that are not from brazil yeah. cheering for us and that must be because we are actually a very good team in football uh and at the same time when there's a rope work up yeah. oh my gosh it's everything emotional. stops And it's yeah. so weird for me here in Canada, like the workup. I was so excited. Me and Luis, my roommate. I, I was too. Yeah, you were excited too. <laughs> and then we were so excited, but the country doesn't stop. In yeah. Brazil, everything stops. Everything has Brazilian flags. All the TVs are Brazil, Brazil, Brazil. Let's go, let's go. Let's yeah. get the, the, the World Cup. Yeah. And here is just a normal day. But probably because uh because of the culture, right? Like the yeah. they don't they don't like football that much, I would say. Uh, yeah, it's uh, not a Football is not the main sport. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas in Brazil, yeah. it's, it's more than a it's sport. It's crazy. It's crazy. If you don't go to Brazil in the carnival, mm -hmm. go to Brazil in the World Cup. See? And then you can actually see what what sensation is. Like people just yeah. go to bars and they skip work. It's another excuse. <laughs> it's another excuse to skip work. Like, oh, I can't go yeah. today because there's a Brazilian game. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and uh, most important, when traveling, is I think for me, it's one of the most beautiful things in the world is language. Uh, language to me is, I don't know, it makes me feel like a kid again when I get people, I don't know, when I travel, I don't know this language. How do I speak? And Nini is going to quickly be a very strict teacher and teach me 50, 10 to 15 words okay. approximately. Okay, so let's start with the basics. So, oi. Oi. Hello. Hello. Tudo bem? Tudo bem. How are you? How are you? Beleza. Beleza. Cool. Cool. Mm, eu te amo. Oi, te amo. Eu te amo. Eu te amo. I love you. I love you. That's beautiful. Mm. Uh, que dia lindo. Que dia lindo. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful day. See, I'm not teaching you like words, but I'm teaching you like the how to yeah. have a conversation in Brazil. Yeah. So, me vê uma cerveja, por favor. Me vê. Me vê. Uma cerveja. Uma cerveja. Por favor. Por favor. Bring me a beer, please. Bring me a beer, please. Mm -hmm. um, amigão. Amigão. Amigão means, yo, my brother. Yo, my brother. Or you can say, campeão. 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 Yo, my bro. <laughs> yo, my bro. That's more yeah. of a slang. Yeah, yeah. it's a slang. Uh, what else? You look beautiful today. Você está linda hoje. Você está linda hoje. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. I am hungry. Eu estou com fome. Eu estou com fome. Eu. Eu. eu I have estou... a problem with the eu. Yeah. No, it's okay. You're practicing. Yeah. Eu estou com fome. Oh, eu estou com fome. Yeah, there yeah. you go. It's there you go. There you go. Getting there. Você 
é muito inteligente. Você é muito inteligente. E muito inteligente. That's so cute. <laughs> you are very smart. That's what you're I just very said. Smart. Yeah. Because thank like you. learning in a language you. is hard, thank right? You. Ah, obrigado. Obrigado. De nada. You're welcome. De nada. De nada. Muito prazer. Beleza. Oi. Tudo bem. Que dia lindo. You learn all of that in like one minute. All of that. All of that. Under a minute. Você é muito inteligente. You're very smart. Obrigado. De nada. Awesome. <laughs> so if ever you're traveling to Brazil, clip that part, listen to it on repeat. This was learning Portuguese with Nini in one minute. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Why among all the countries in the world? Why Canada? I think that Canada has a lot of opportunities mm -hmm. for international people. So my first uh my first option was actually Australia because of the heat. I'm mm -hmm. a very I like the heat. I like going to the beach and mm -hmm. I like enjoying the sun. And Australia was definitely a first option, but it was so far away from everyone. Yeah. And I'm a big family girl and I miss my family every day. So why stay like 24 hour flight away from them if I can just stay out away from them for like a nine hour flight? Yeah. So I started to like search for places to live abroad because I wanted that experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I found St. Lawrence College through my agent that was helping me with the moving exchange part of it. And yeah, so I chose it. I, I, I heard that it's great for international people. I heard that it's a country that it's so big and they give so many opportunity for us to live here. And I was like, why not just give it a try? And then I was my my first plan was going to Vancouver and studying there, doing like a master's degree there. Yeah. But that unfortunately or fortunately didn't work out. And then I came to St. Lawrence College and my life is great right now. Like everything's yeah. where it needs to be, everything's going very smoothly. And St. Lawrence College just really opened a lot of doors for me, like in a really good way that I wasn't expecting. And I'm really thankful for being here, for choosing. And that's why everything happens for a reason, right? Like yeah. Australia to Vancouver to Kingston. And I'm here and I'm super happy. And we, I think, uh, we're super happy to have you here uh, at SLC. Uh, you, ha you have been, I think, for many people uh, here, directly or indirectly, very inspiring. Yeah. in your journey thank you also you know uh coming to canada i guess also of a challenge of you know and just moving i think uh uh brazil for me uh is an amazing country and coming to canada all due respect uh but it's like for me it's like such a big crazy decision and yeah. it's, the journey is uh, very beautiful and i guess it's going to be much more beautiful for you uh, going forward. Among all places, did you ever think that Kingston would be the place at the beginning? No, no. Mm -hmm. I, I like the idea of mm -hmm. having, of starting in a smaller city yeah. than going straight to like Toronto, for example. Mm -hmm. I like that idea because it reminded me of my hometown in Brazil. Yeah. So in some kind of way, I was really uh, confident about mm -hmm. coming to a small city as Kingston, a student city that had like three universities, yeah. like Two universities and a college is just amazing. People my age, I can make friends, I can go out, I can enjoy the college experience. And I really did. And I think that now that the graduation's right yeah. right there, like 
next week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of in the in the transition between a college student and a professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm I think that Tim Lawrence College just gave me a really good structure about that transition and how I can deal with that in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. So I'm really confident. I'm really confident about what's gonna happen. And uh, yeah, that's uh, I always say like no matter where you are. Uh, can be anywhere on this planet. Uh, it's uh, not uh, uh, the best place to be is where you are right now. So you need to make the best of what you have here, uh, wherever you're listening this to, and make the best of it. So the rest is going to come. Uh, and uh, coming up to our next question, uh, what is the best thing about your journey so far in Canada? Mm, I think the self discovery that I had mm-hmm. with my own self, yeah. uh, because I didn't know that was going to be so hard. Like being a hundred percent sincere, it's not easy <laughs> to move away from your family, away from what you're used to on your own, especially it's really hard. And I was only, I was 20 when I moved here. So I, it wasn't a very good, it was hard, but I would say that, throughout this almost two years now, I've been really fortunate to have my own company and my friend's company as well to find out what works for me, what doesn't, how to grow up in the best way, how to mature, how to pay my bills, how to file my taxes, how to enjoy a sunset, how to go out for a drink with a friend, all these little things that back in Brazil, I didn't acknowledge as big things. You know, like they're small, but they're so big. Yeah. And here myself, uh, discovery uh, helped me understand and analyze that in a very positive way. And I'm really proud of myself and I'm really proud of all my friends that uh, share the same experience with me at the same time. Oh my God, I miss my family. Oh my God, why am I so pale? Where's the sun? And all of us just like, we were together and we became a family in a foreign country. So I'm really, really thankful for that. Was there any moment for you that uh, made you wanted to go back or? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So during the first winter, mm-hmm. my first, ah, uh, ah, uh, so, ah, uh, ah. Uh, de- depressional uh, season, seasonal depression is a big thing yeah. that everyone told me. And I was like, nah, I'm a very positive person. That's not going to happen. Like you, sir. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, it's just so bad not having sun and like if you do have sun it's the coldest day ever and you have to put you know what what you're gonna you're the sun there you go thank you you know what thank you i'm saying like Mm -hmm. yeah listen yeah yeah i'm feeling way better now see see (laughs) (laughs) yeah so like Definitely wanted to go back. I, I called my mom. I remember exactly. I called my mom. And I was like, mom, I can't do this anymore. And I was here for like four months. And my mom was like, Nini, you went there for a reason. You stay there, girl. You stay there now. <laughs> and then I had to go through that moment, which was also a really hard moment, but helped me a lot to uh, grow as a person. Like personally saying, yeah. I, I learned how to deal with myself mm-hmm. in those hard moments. And I'm really grateful for that. But... Winters are hard, and I really, really wish that it was just sunny all day. Or, like, you know, some fall season, like, a little bit longer, so we can have, like, a little bit of cold, cozy cold, but not cold cold. Yeah. 
But if it was like that, like hot all the time, I don't think people would actually appreciate so much when it's summer, right? Yeah. Everyone gets so happy and it's so worth it. So after this depressive winter that I spent here, yeah. uh, almost giving up, uh, the summer arrived and then I saw the happiness in life again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm happy because it's sunny outside and I'm wearing a dress, so I'm happy. Because uh, it's a very summery dress. So yeah, 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 yeah. I got it in Brazil. beautiful uh, fuchsia. Yeah, uh, I got it in Brazil. Uh, yeah. And uh, I was just like you. Uh, it's, uh, it has been recently one year that I moved to Canada. I came during summer. I was like, that is great. Like, people told me like, even summer in Canada is very bad. And I said, no, Kingston has a beautiful yeah, summer. Uh, which is sometimes 30 degrees. Uh, I was like, Yeah, wow. yesterday, right? And beautiful. then when people say, oh, you know, you need to get ready for summer. It's very, just like you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, vibrant person, Islander. What do you know? We love life. We love the most life. Loving. We have sea all around us. Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh man, like uh, recently, like even now, but winter is almost over. It's now it's dumping out of me. Suddenly I'm like, my mood is not right. I'm like, why am I? It's almost summer. Like, I guess it's the whole thing of uh, winter from November till yeah. February. Like I'm, I'm someone who's very hard onto myself. Like very, I want to achieve good things and uh, good things. I want excellence okay. from myself. And uh, all that pressure coming up is just like, Taking a bit, but like, okay, yeah, this is a real thing. Like, summer is just not feeling cold. It's also hear how you feel, it's true. and uh, you know, it's just like taking time to breathe is important. Yeah, and this transition between winter yeah. and spring, summer ish, is very important for it's, you to enter. It's very harsh. Like, I don't know how to explain it to people who never experienced like real winter because I lived in Paris, like. Uh, in winter also yeah. I stayed because I wanted to experience Christmas in Paris I oh, did wow. a whole six months uh, there okay. and uh, it was minus six minus five it was not that depressing you know it's still like a temperature which like if you worked in kitchen it's yeah it's all right uh, but uh, this winter is like it is it's, it's bad. so bad there's nothing to do well, anyways, enough of <laughs> depressive stuff. I'm tired. Plus, I left my notes on the table. You guys are not supposed to see this. Oh. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I think this one is a pretty tough one to answer, but also, how different are Brazilian people from Canadian? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think they were very, very different. Mm -hmm. Uh, but this is from my perspective with Canadians and my experience with Canadians. I think that our our way to deal with stuff, it's mm. very different. Brazilians mm. are very communicative. So we'll go, we'll yeah. talk, we'll go straight forward to yeah. you and tell you how we feel. Intense. Yes, yeah. we're very intense. And mm. uh, I feel that Canadians are... Uh, more shy in some kind of yeah. way. They, protective, I would they say. They are protective yeah. and uh, they. we need to approach them for us to have a conversation. Yeah. Uh, I'm not generalizing. Mm -hmm. Actually, I'm generalizing, but uh, not all, all of them are like that. But from my experience, you need to approach them so you can have a conversation. Mm -hmm. um, and then the conversation 
takes yeah. a few weeks to progress to a friendship, you know? Yeah. So it takes some time. Uh, whereas in Brazil, you just... Oh, you just... You just look at someone, you're like, bro, I hey. like your pants. Oh, let's be friends. Let's go for Girl, a drink, you hey. know? <laughs> I like your jacket. I think we're going to be besties from now. Let's rock this floor. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I'm not saying that Canadians yeah. are not no, friendly, right? They I, are... They are in their way, which yeah. is different than yeah. Brazilians and Latinos in general, mm. I would say. Uh, but I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Yeah, we love you. You're amazing. <laughs> we love you too. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I would say. Yeah. The, the Definitely the personality mm-hmm. and the communication. I do agree. Yeah. In some way. Yeah, I don't give too much my opinion on this podcast. Oh, <laughs> mysterious. Oh, yeah. When you listen to every episode, I don't talk. Okay. I just I'm like a therapist. That's I actually need therapy sessions right now. Let's... With what kind of mentality should people from anywhere around the world would you say approach coming to Canada? Ooh. Uh, or mindset. Mindset is a mindset, better word. Yeah. I, yeah. I would I would say that it's important for you to come with a mindset of growth. You're not gonna be the same person mm-hmm. that you were in like six months ago or even four or even one month ago you're always evolving and you need to be open for that version of you yeah. i think that's something that people come here and like oh no because i'm super happy all the time oh no because i am super you know like they come with that mindset of this is who i am and i'm not going to change and being an immigrant is really tough so you're going to change, man. I'm going to tell you that. Oh, yeah. You're going to change. And it's for the better. You're going to learn. You're going to mature. You're going to grow in the best way possible into your highest self. And you just need to be open uh, for all those learning experiences that you find throughout your experience in Canada. That's amazing. And I think we have come at uh, like uh, the end of the first part of the podcast. The second part is quick, rapid fire question. So basically, they are very fun, chill, laid-back question, which come at a random in my I... mind. So, first random thing which comes to my mind. You said that you need a therapist. Okay. <laughs> Anonymously, rant about something that you don't like or someone you don't like right now. Huh? Yeah. Like something... Yeah, because you need when you look for a therapist, that means you have something to Yeah, no, 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 no for up. sure. Then oh, go for it. Wow. I I don't like when... When people are rude, like how, like rude to the waitress, for example, or rude mm-hmm. to the waiter, mm-hmm. or like rude I to someone waiter, in the cafeteria. Man. Me too, and that's uh, why I think we yeah. feel that, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've I've always been a I've been a waitress in the past summer, mm-hmm. and I know how it feels when people are rude to me. So when someone is like rude, the other day I was yeah. in the cafe and I saw someone being rude to the lady at Tim Hortons. Oh come on! Ah, uh, I I started to don't like that person from that. From that, like, you know, like, yeah. don't be rude. Don't do the thing that you wouldn't like that people do to you. Mm-hmm. I also, for some reason, I just don't like people that scratch their throat in a very loud way. Oh. <laughs> so they're like all the time. <clears throat> oh. <clears throat> and it's just so annoying oh. to me. But I'm a very patient person. I, I try to be very patient. So I try my best not yeah. to punch them in the face. <laughs> I'm kidding. But yeah, so instead of saying names of people that I don't like, I prefer to say actions yeah. of what they do that I dislike. 
Yeah. Oh no, we're we're not mentioning names. We never mention names. So. What's your two truth? One? Okay. And I have to guess. Yeah. So. Okay. I came ready. Okay. Ooh. So um. Okay, I'm gonna start. Two truths, one lie. I have five siblings. I went backpacking in Europe for ten days, and I'm a vegetarian for sixteen years. Ooh. The lie is you're a vegetarian for sixteen years. No. Ah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm a vegetarian for sixteen years. So you now you're a vegetarian or? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I don't yeah. eat meat. Uh, I drink uh, milk and eat cheese and eggs, mm-hmm. but I don't eat uh, meat, chicken, yeah. or fish for 16 years now. What uh, made that change? Uh, so I was I was studying this school that it was kind of a hippie school in Brazil. Mm-hmm. So all my friends, like instead of us having like math classes or like yeah. chemistry classes, we had bakery classes like how to bake how to knit like how to actually be a person Mm -hmm. and not a robot (laughs) and it was super fun because all my friends were like super hippies their parents were like oh yeah Yeah. let's bake some cakes and (laughs) it was funny because all of them were vegetarians and i just went with the flow and after a few years i started to think about coming back to eating meat because it's you know it's important for our bodies and uh, I was like, no, I actually prefer to take 10 vitamins per day than killing an animal. So I I decided to keep being a vegetarian for the animal cause. Uh, but a pet peeve that I have, that I have to be honest here, is that I really don't like vegetarians that like complain all the time when someone's eating meat in front of them. They're like, yeah, what, what are you doing? It's, like, you do you, I do me. Like, I'm doing my part and Absolutely. I'm proud of myself and you do you. And I'm not going to judge you. Yeah. And my mom taught me that in the best way possible because she loves me. Mm-hmm. Like, the my mom, when she eats meat, it's like bleeding. It's like Ooh. raw. Yeah. She loves it. And I remember once I was looking at her, I was like, mom. And she was like, don't you say a word. You respect me. I respect you. So yes. I, you do you. Absolutely. I do me. And that's my, that's, that's what I believe in. I will say, take a deep breath, think for seven seconds, and speak the language of respect. Yeah. It's simple as that. Yeah. Okay. This one came into my mind suddenly. Because we're in Canada. Fuck Mary Kill. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Give me names. Give me names. Okay. Well, let's say let's say the, the three Canadian artists. Justin Bieber, Drake, The Weeknd. Okay. I'm going to kill Drake. Okay. Because he was rude to Brazilians the other day. He went to Brazil oh. and he didn't have his concert. Yeah. And everyone was waiting and he was like, no, I'm sorry. I'm canceling. Kill Drake. No Kill Drake, Drake for me. I'm sorry, guys, but no. I, yeah. I, I, for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. I would fuck The weekend because yeah. it's The weekend. <laughs> uh, and marry Justin Bieber. But I mean, I can choose another husband. <laughs> like, I've, I, I have no. <laughs> not my type. Not my type. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to be a very sad marriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Justin. <laughs> and uh, so, what what did I write? Uh, more uh, as rapid fire. I have more coming. Wait. Oh. There we go. <laughs> One superpower that you would love to have. Oh man. 
I think I would love to be super fast. Super fast. Yeah, like I'm not very creative when it comes、mm-hmm. to superpowers,、yeah. but being super fast must be fun because you can be in a bunch of places in a very fast way. So, for example, if I'm traveling from here to Australia, it's not gonna take a 24-hour trip. I can be there in like five seconds, and then I can visit a bunch of places at once. Absolutely. What about you? Superpower. Well, I'll choose、uh, teleportation. That's that's yeah, also it's, it's something.、Uh-huh. Maybe、uh, I'll choose that. Maybe I, I'll I don't、switch. need to.、Uh, I won't burn calories, but yeah. Yeah.、Uh, it's a switch. True. True. Running can.、Oh, another superpower,、yeah. I would say,、uh, to always have peace of mind. I think that's a superpower, which amen. I, would, I think traveling. Uh, without teleport, with teleportation would be a bit cool, I guess. But it would be cooler traveling at a slow pace with a peace of mind. So yeah, I think my superpower has changed now. It's no longer. Wow, I'll get the teleporting then, and you get. <laughs> well, you you. Take, but that's a really good one. Yeah, that's a new one. You you、that. teleport, and I have peace of mind. So wow, that's how we I travel. Think, I think you're、yeah. winning, man. I think you're winning. Wow,、and、that's great. Okay, one person in the history of a universe, a whole timeline, can be first century or twenty-first. Who would you would love to spend,、uh, have a dinner with, or spend an afternoon with? Ah, <sighs> Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie, wow. I just have a huge crush on her. <laughs> like she's、yeah. Barbie. She's just amazing. And I don't like girls, but、yeah. Margot Robbie. It's Margot、Absolutely. Robbie, and she's just. An absolutely gorgeous woman.、Mm-hmm. She's so talented. Every movie that she has done,、yeah. it's it's just amazing. I'm I'm such a huge fan,、mm-hmm. and I I feel that I follow her on Instagram and on other social media channels, and I I feel that she has a really good、um, lifestyle,、mm-hmm. and I would love to go, you know, to her place so we can have dinner together, talk、absolutely. about movies and life, Margot. I would be I, I would be the wingman.、Uh, yeah, my you, cat. You'd be my, my wingman. Man, my 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 cat in Brazil. Her name is Margot. Margot. Because of Margot Robbie, my cat is. I'm gonna send you a picture. Yeah. My cat is. Um, she has like white hair and blue eyes, and like for me, she just she's Margot. She's just Margot. And、oh, yeah. she, I just love Margot, Margot Robbie for some Margot. reason. Yeah. She's. If I'm Australian, I guess she is. But again, Australia. I I think you you need to go to Australia. Man, I you, think you I do. You need to like travel. Like, yeah, if I go, I might not New, come back. New Zealand is very. New Zealand. Yeah. yeah Hawaii. I, I heard great things about Hawaii. Yeah. This side, right? Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Hawaii has never been in my destination. It's cool.、Really? It's very beautiful, but I think it's overrated. Okay. Yeah. I think for, I have to、me. check on my own just to see what、you、I just、I'm、check、thinking. on your. You go and you tell me. How、okay. Hawaii is. Okay. Yeah, but for me, New Zealand has been climbing the ladder、yeah. recently. I just know, like,、uh, the North Island has its perfect temperatures. Yeah, like you know, between sixteen, eighteen, twenty. It's beautiful,、great. good weather.、Uh, I have some、great. friends there, and, and they love it. I I always Europe has climbed so much. I miss Paris. I've never been to to Europe, but it's definitely Man, destination. I I think for you, I see you like.、Uh, You would fit super well into eighties France. Okay, eighties France is.、Like、it used to be super funky.、Okay. It used to be very vibrant and has that still very bougie, elegant side, romantic side to it. 
which is a very really... unique to France. Yeah. It's, it still is, mm -hmm. but still France till today remains. I miss it just for the food. Uh, I love French cuisine a lot, you know, yeah. the, the technique, you know, they have this real passion of uh, craftsmanship, mm. uh, craftswomanship, uh, you know, like doing that meal in a very visual way. It's pleasing you. you know, the plate at some point is moving, you know, it's, it, has a, it's a, it has a transformation. Wow. When you eat already, like you can smell like the scent, the umami flavors. It's the experience, it's, right? It's the experience. And experience. from fast food to gastronomy, there is quality mm -hmm. of food. And I have this French food vlogger, which I look at every, every lunch. I watch at his videos because I cook my own food. I say, well, I wish I was still in Paris. <laughs> And yeah. you're eating your... <laughs> I'm eating your... <laughs> my broccoli and my chicken. Yeah. Just... Another thing about Brazil that I really mm. like that I, that I acknowledge when I arrived in Canada mm. is that fruits, like a good mm. papaya. And a mango, man. And a mango that just tastes like you know, heaven. The juice is... Yeah, exactly. Like all of that. It, we don't have it here. Probably because mm. it's a very cold country yeah, and it's really hard yeah. to like get things ready here. But... If you go to Brazil or to any Fruits, warm yeah. country, you have to eat a bunch of fruits, and you're gonna, you're gonna know, you're gonna know what we're talking about. Yeah, fr fruits are all super super delicious. Papaya, like Papaya it's it. like I I totally forgot about it that it existed. Yeah. I'm like it's so expensive. So, yeah, like uh, very, a kiwi is like yeah, one dollar. It's like one dollar for a kiwi. One kiwi. I'm still buying fruits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not because I paid once and it was so bad. I was yeah. like, I'm not. I'm just eating my. I eat apple. Instant apple noodle and food here. Instant yeah. noodles? You serious? No, girl? I don't. No. I, I follow a diet. I try to. I yeah. try to keep it healthy because I'm vegetarian, right? So, yeah. I try to keep it healthy mm -hmm. with the nutrients that I need. Mm -hmm. Uh, but of course, sometimes I just eat pizza and yeah. Yeah, it's it, all about balance. It happens to me all the time. Okay. I get in like, uh, I we speak in kilos in my country. Uh, yeah, me too. Eighteen kilos for me. Okay. In fat, I'm like, okay. well, probably eight, uh, four of them is most of the time. But that's but that's a big Man. thing. Like here, so cheap to eat bad food, you know. Uh, that, that's what I don't like. It's bad food. It like, is, but it's cheap. It's cheap, but I find now cooking. It, the more I cook, is like uh, it has been helping me with my seasonal depression. That's great. Cooking like it's great. You found a hobby. I don't know when I'm. On there, like marinating my chicken, you know. Yeah. I'm like, you know, it's like oh, you feel in France, you're yeah. in France. Oh, this is the <laughs> marinating is basics of cooking. I think I need to go there. Go to the eat? south of France, yeah. really. If you want a Paris, do like uh, two, one week in Paris, then go to the south of France. There's a lavender field, which you absolutely you will smell lavender. Like, imagine, like, uh, the air yeah, is fragranced and the most. Uh, uh, freshest air I've uh, had was in France uh, when I that was the first time in 2017. Okay. Uh, it was a small village in Mirambeau, it's in the southwest. My lungs were like during the first three weeks were like getting like this. I said, What's happening to me? <laughs> wow, I'm finally breathing. There was this sunflower field, beautiful. Wow. I was You're like almost so about to cry, really. Like just being there, I saw a little fox just. Running a around, like yeah, that? yeah, running. It's beautiful. Like it was nothing, uh, you know, but just feeling in the present, I'm like, it's amazing. Wow. Really, like 
Definitely, Do the South. I definitely want to go. I still want to try Hawaii though. I heard it's overrated, but I yeah. want to try because I, I will try. Are uh, everything like for me, yeah. Hawaii is. I will try it one day, but it's in, but it's from the fifties to one hundred in my travel. So you will have to tell me. Okay. Lastly, we are in Kingston. People say it's a small city, mm -hmm. but I believe small is mighty. What's your favorite place in Kingston? I love Juniper Cafe. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's a very generic answer, mm -hmm. I but have, I just yeah. love it. I think the vibe, it's amazing. The little plants and the cappuccino that they have with like the Brielle tea is just fabulous. I love the lake and they just opened a new spot in the West End, Oh yeah, uh, which is also amazing. I love Juniper Cafe, but especially during the summer and the spring, I my favorite place to go is the Lake Ontario Park. I grab my longboard and I just put music blasting on my ears and I just go to Lake Ontario. I go around the lake mm -hmm. and I vibe there. It's just a very good place for you to visit. Lake Ontario is very nice during yeah. summer. Yeah. 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 Uh, during the winter, it's nice too. If the lake mm, freezes, you can, yeah. you can ice skate on that. I've, I've done it once. It was fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't had the chance to ice skate on Lake Ontario. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I did it in the city center or uh, where they had it. Oh, I feel like a lot nice of too. times. Oh, that happens. Yeah, Me too. Yeah. Me too. Uh, my elbows and my neck still, I that think, happens. feels it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Nini, that was a beautiful, sunshiny episode. With your, you, like you said at the very beginning, you smiled throughout the whole... Uh, <laughs> through the whole episode. Uh, challenge uh, shot, challenge achieved. Well, yeah. and thank you so much for gifting us your presence on the podcast, talking about uh, the beautiful country which you're from, uh, all the cultural aspect of it, what makes it so unique in the world, and also some problematics which how people see it from yeah, outside as well sure. and uh, telling us a bit more about your journey coming to Canada and I hope that one day we can see you in a one-on-one -on -one interview with Margot Robbie that's the goal now to see you mine too <laughs> to have you on a podcast with Margot Robbie hey I call it if it happens you need to contact me <laughs> so, uh, and uh, what can we wish to you in the future Oh, the future, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think that my future is very uncertain now, but mm -hmm. at the same time, I'm really looking forward to what will happen. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll probably move out of Kingston yeah. um, and go to either Ottawa, Toronto, Montreal, and start to build my professional Montreal. life. Yeah, I heard, but I don't speak, I don't speak uh, French, so it's a oh, big thing. Yeah, but maybe one day. But yeah, for the future, I really, I don't know what to expect, but I'm really excited for my next steps. Absolutely. And Canada. I'm so really, I'm really happy were. to be here. Thank you for, for having yeah. me, for listening to my crazy stories. And um, yeah, I, I just think that this podcast is amazing. Everyone should listen to it. Uh, I'm really, really happy to be here. As you saw, my, my cheeks are hurting from smiling so much. Oh, yeah. But thank you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. It's a lot of positive energy, as it should be everywhere. You know, spread positive. So I guess if you're on holidays, enjoy your holidays. If you're new to SLC, then welcome to SLC. That's what it's all about. We wish Nini the best, and she's going to be the best. We know that. 
and see you soon next week bye 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 thank you